Hey everyone, just wanted to drop a quick note here on the front end. Uh, when we recorded this session, we were still playtesting the rules for Corthulhu. None of us had run very many core games at that point, so when we got the combat, things went very meta. Uh, I also messed up the rules a bunch, we missed a few checks, uh, but we powered through, Kevin ran a great scenario, it was a lot of fun. Um, that being said... Corthulu is finished and is available at drive-thru. Uh, you can pick it up there. It's pay what you want. Uh, you also need a copy of the core micro rules as well to be able to run that. Also available at drive-thru. There's links in the show notes. Thanks for checking it out. Babe will get up from the table, look around, and say, uh, it looks like we've tapped out everything here, folks. Uh, does anybody have a good idea where we should go for dinner? Uh, can I make it streetwise if I know another, like, a more, like, straight-up speakeasy that we could get to? I think that's kind of what he's looking for, too, right? You've picked up the vibe. You know, it's the babe, so most speakeasy covers are food. But, yeah, I think that's what he's at. Yeah, that's what he's angling for. Oh, I got a seven. We to get those dice away from you. Holy crap. <laughs> yes, and so you put your finger up and you have somewhere. So what is the place? What's the name? And what's your and? So should can we should we recycle the black lotus? That sounds from, good. From this back game. So he goes, uh Mr. Ruth, I, I know a place, uh, no offense to our current host. But um, they've got a much uh, a wider selection of teas to choose from. And, <laughs> and, and then you do, and, you do this with the tea, right? Yeah, yeah. And tonight I, they also have um, games to play. And you, I, like, I don't know how you make like a shuffling motion or whatever, but like, you know, like there's a poker game tonight, right? There's gambling. <laughs> Maybe like shake the dice or yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you were saying this to Babe, or were you saying it to Hagen? To Babe, I mean out okay. loud, but I mean <laughs> yeah. he's speaking to yeah. Babe. So wait, um, pause for a second. What's Vinny's charm? Three, three. Oh, not bad. All right, I was gonna say because he's like, if there's games to play. <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> I was trying to do how you shuffle cards, but I can't really, you know. I mean, he might just say poker, I guess. Like, there's nobody there, right? He'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll get that. I think you, you get, get more in trouble for booze than you would for poker, right? Sure, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, got, they got poker poker on, uh, yeah. It's a big, big game. Uh, so you see the babe's eyes light up and say, I think you were thinking exactly how I was thinking, Vinny. And then he'll uh, throw his arms up in the air and say, lead the way. And he'll start marching towards the front door. He'll sweep up Frederick in one arm. You know, Vinny's there. And then they'll grab the the last regular. I mean, it's lunchtime's over, right? And all his buddies are passed out. And he's hanging out with Babe Ruth. He's not gonna, he's not gonna <laughs> stay here. So everybody kind of marches to the door. Higgins goes up and you know looks around. 
flips the sign back to open and unlocks the door and lets you guys out. So you guys are heading to the Black Lotus, you said, right? Yep. So then you guys go out into the street. So it's spring. So it's getting a little, you know, it's not dark. It's it's around supper time, right? So, you know, you're marching down the street. Babe's singing at the top of his lungs, marching down the street. He's got everybody in, in his arms that he can get. And you guys are all, I'm assuming Vinny's going to be in the lead then leading to to the, is this walkable or is this drive? Are you going to drive? Uh, if the other guy's coming with us, let's just say that it's walkable. Walkable. Okay. So yeah, it's like maybe to- two blocks down and a block over, like more into the center of town. And the babe did say, you know, nice brisk walk will, mm-hmm. you know, build up the appetite and and the and the thirst. And you know, Frederick's probably going. Yeah, I would I would recommend getting a a good brisk couple thousand steps in before our next. Uh, our next, he's checking his, his his watch to see the steps clicking off on his watch over to the next place. I'll be right back. There's kids in short pants and a little fucking dachshund. The kids running with the sticks and shit. <laughs> Got a stick and hoop. Yeah, yeah. Another kid kicking a can. Okay, so you guys are walking down the street, babe singing and hollering. He's in a very happy mood. Why don't we have? Frederick, roll another medicine for the heck of it. And Vinny, maybe do a streetwise. All right. I can do that. Well, I can attempt to do that. <laughs> oh, is I got another thing? seven. I got a five. Okay. Those are both yes ands. Well, you guys are getting all kinds of experience points. Um, so, Frederick, you're kind of, you know, the babe's got his arm around you. He's singing. He's, you know, swaying, walking down the street. You seem to think, you know, he's, he's a big guy. He's eaten a lot. He's drank a lot. He may be feeling a bit tipsy. I guess tipsy with the way they, they wouldn't say buzz or anything, right? So tipsy would be the way. He's in his cups a little bit, but not yeah, anything yeah. not anything that's like on a scale. He's not like impaired or anything, but he does seem to be having a good time. His face is getting a bit flushed, right? So when you first saw him, he's a bit pale. But you know he's getting that he's getting that nice rosy cheeks. He's singing and yelling. He's had a whole bunch of beef, so that probably added to it too. But you got you a yes, but drug tolerance yeah. roll. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he seems to be doing. You know he's he's having a good time. He's having a grand old time. He's singing, belting out songs. Uh, you know, swaying back and forth. But I think that's just more. You know, he's he's marching along and he's singing. It's not like he's swaying. And he, obviously, he's not leaning on you, so you're not trying to carry him down the street. <laughs> so, what would be the and for that? And more. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was. Well, the, I was, the only thing I was thinking is is maybe maybe I realize that there's gonna be a, like obviously there's only gonna be a certain point that he's going to continue to be able to do this before, you know, we shouldn't be walking anywhere or whatever, you know, he should be really attended to or whatever. So maybe let's have the babe say, you know, while he's singing, he stops for a minute, looks over to you and he says, uh, what do you call you, Freddie? Yeah, I guess he would call, oh, he'd call you doc. That's what he was doing before. He's calling you doc. No. He's going to look over and, you know, in that kind of exaggerated while you're drinking kind of way, not drunk kind of way, but exaggerated, super over-friendly, over-friendly drunk kind of way and say, look, doc, I'm supposed to get to New York to recover. The Yankees setting me up here. This was just a stop along the way. I get to New York. 
you got to make sure I make my train tomorrow because if I miss that train, the team's going to be mad at me and I'm going to be all in the paper. So you got to make sure you keep an eye on me that even if you got to stick me in a wheelbarrow, you got to get me to the train station tomorrow. Uh, and he kind of he looks at him and gives him a wink and he says, he says, I'll, I'll do you one better than that. When we get to where we're at, maybe we have a decent amount of food and drink, but not too much. <laughs> Overindulgence is my speciality, <laughs> but maybe we'll throw a couple uh, extra glasses of water in between all those, Doc. Does that sound good? Sounds splendid. Going to stay hydrated, right? That's right. You, and you <laughs> I said that's not to do that. <laughs> I said that not to bed. Um, <laughs> Okay, so then, then, then he, you know, he kind of he has his arm around Frederick, and he kind of pulls him a bit closer again, and then starts singing. So, Vinny, you got a yes and also, right? Yep. Okay, so what kind of area is this? Is this? Is it? Is it a so Vinny kind of area, or is it a Joe kind of area? I think it's more of a Vinny kind of area for sure. Like, I think it's further into town, okay. so it's not as nice. Like, we're getting away from the, um, we're getting away from the university. Yeah. So it's it's a little bit more, you know, it's like being in Philly, like the area around the temple is nice, but then like, you know, you go like three blocks and then you get murdered. <laughs> so Vinny's it's, got his eyes peeled, right? Yeah, it's not murder in town, but like, you know, it's it's just, it's not as nice as the... Yeah. This is where all the students come to uh, cut loose a bit and all the locals, this is, you know... Your blue collar folks. Yeah. Business gets done, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would be the and... Um, I was so my initial thought was like as you were saying he's getting on towards dinner. Maybe there's not a lot of people out because people are going home. Like, oh yeah, babe came in at you know like noon or whatever, and a big crowd was there, and then they kind of dispersed, and then like people are getting off from work and like they're going home to have dinner because it's 1920, and you know you you punch out and then go home and eat. So maybe they're able to make it over without being not harassed necessarily, but you know without no. Yeah, and then we'll take a picture. No um, and, and this is obviously this wouldn't be the area either, right? If it was the dinner rush, <laughs> there wouldn't be people wouldn't be rushing to this area for dinner, kind of thing. So let's have Higgins comes up to you, you know, because obviously you've been keeping an eye on everything. Higgins comes over and says, um, "So Vinny, anything, anything we need to keep our eyes peeled for? Is everything uh, all right in the area? You seem to to know know where we're going and know." Know these streets fairly well. Yeah, no, everything looks good. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's just it's a little bit down the street, like over that way, over there. And he just you know kind of points down the street. Okay, uh, not there's bad. not a lot of people, so uh, everything looks good. So when you say there's not a lot of people, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't slump or anything, but he just says yeah, it's good that there's no people out here. But the babe does like to have people around him. It's no fun if it's just me and him sitting around drinking. Uh, you guys have been great fun so far uh, for this place. What did you call it? The Black Lotus. Mm -hmm. uh, will there be some people there for Babe to uh, make sure he gets his face out and sees his adoring fans? I wouldn't just want us to be, I wouldn't want it to just be us hanging around eating again. Not that you guys yeah, no, are in no. good company, but the Babe, the more the merrier for the Babe, as always. Yeah, no offense taken. I, this place will be packed. This is a jumping joint. You just, you know, you got to get in on the download. You got to know the the right password. You got to know the right people. To, you know, you got to to get in. It's, uh, you, you know, because of the whole prohibition thing. It's it's a real pain in the ass. 
Don't I mean, I know. I'm sure it's no trouble for the babe, but you know, for the rest of us little people, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's he kind of shakes his head, yeah, don't I know it with that kind of resigned, uh, yeah, doors open really quickly for Mr. Ruth, but uh, sometimes when those doors open, people come in that you really don't want, uh, and some of that leaks out to uh, everyone else. Let me tell you, the past few uh, times he's gone in to negotiate his contract, they've put in a whole bunch of stipulations that the babe's not too happy about. So as much as that as we can keep out of the press, the better. Yeah, it ain't fair, that's for sure. He's one of the best. They, they're, they're hampering his style. It's like they don't even watch him play the game. They're holding him back. That's what the babe always says. They're holding him back. That's right. <laughs> live hard, live fast, die young, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so – Higgins will say, why don't you go up to the front? The babe seems to be having a good time singing with our doctor friend. Uh, why don't you go up and show them, take the lead and, and show them where we're going? Yeah, you bet. Who knew Who knew Freddie had the set of pipes on him like that? <laughs> They're both belting out, right? What's his <laughs> skills? So what about Joe? What's Joe doing now? I think Joe is... Just kind of along for the ride at this moment. Okay. Uh, but he has what just happened in the bathroom of the Jake Watt kind of in the back of his mind, kind of going over any possible detail that he can. Okay. After all that that's that's kind of his 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 passion, his interest. So he's uh trying to kind of relive that and take in as much as he can. So he's kind of, um, I wouldn't necessarily say out of it, but slightly disinterested in the conversation goings on right now. So not saying Joe's a social climber, but you know, you're not in it for the boozy camaraderie or anything, but there's a part of you no. that's like, Hey, I'm hanging out with Babe Ruth and exactly. you know, marching through town. Yeah. So I'm and, not going to, and honestly, going the, home to bed the, early tonight. Yeah. So. The, the press is already gone. So like the at right now he's just kind of hanging on because it now at least he needs the good word of the babe. Hmm. Um but yeah, like he's already gotten his picture taken with him. He's just not trying to piss him off at this point because now he has like another social in. So Okay. So before so Vinny goes up to the front, he's leading the way, he joins in the singing. You kind of see Higgins in the back of the group, right? And he's kind of looking around. Uh, how about giving me a... What can I roll? So you still got that feeling of, you know, some kind of weirdness was happening. Your, uh, your magic crystal was spinning around and those guys were all kind of passed out. How about giving me another occult roll? Sure. He's worrying out that like a dog with a bone. Five total. So the difficulty level was five. So what is it? You hit it exactly. Uh, no something but. negative. No, yes, but. Yeah. yeah, that's yes a yes, but. Yes, but. Yeah. Okay. So while you're walking, you know, you hear Vinny and Frederick and the babe and. What was the other regular from the other place? They're mm -hmm. all kind of in the front singing. Finney's a little bit further up front, showing them where to go. You know, you're pretty close to where you're going. 
um, to the Black Lotus, and Higgins is dropping back a bit, and you kind of hearing him muttering under his breath, not not necessarily carrying on a conversation with himself, but you know he's mm-hmm. he's mumbling something. So you do hear that. It's mm-hmm. not anything you can pick up, but it does sound a bit like there's something rhythmic to it. Hmm. I'm not going to say chanting because chanting gives it away, but you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. Something yeah, rhythmic. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've been all playing. If someone's mumbling under their breath rhythmically, then there's something. Yeah, exactly. All we all exactly, got it. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, this is before the age of Bluetooth and everything. So yeah, the he's, fact he, that he's talking to himself is strange yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But So you hear that, but what would be the negative? Well, I mean, it could just it could just be that I don't necessarily pick up on what he's saying or anything. I don't get you I don't hear I understand, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I get the murm I, I hear him murmuring, but I can't pick up on any of the specifics. So you you've heard it. Now you're more aware of it. Let's say mm-hmm. that was that was the that was the yes that yeah. you heard that and now you're gonna keep an eye on Higgins. But you really can't pick anything up because did we say you were charlatan? You're just in it for the, you're a scene guy, right? You're, you're really not. Oh no, lead. this is his passion. Like, okay, so, so you he, are, this yeah, is, so the, uh, the occult is like what he's into now. Like, okay, so, so he, like, yeah, he's like, he's like full hog. Like act, he probably got pulled in by a charlatan, but he doesn't understand that. <laughs> So, so you, you're one of the guys that Harry Houdini was always trying to bust, right? To to prove that it was fake. But, well, no, he, but you yeah, weigh in. He was the he was one of the ones that was dumping a shit ton of money into it. That Houdini was trying to be like, no, it's fucking fake. Don't pay attention to it. <laughs> okay, gotcha. So now your your interest is peaked, right? You're you're, you're exactly. All in. Yeah. You're like, okay, yeah. I'm hanging out with the the world's most famous person right because that was always the thing he get the babe gets paid more than the president kind of thing because right. he had a better season that was what his quote was right <laughs> he get paid more than the president i had a better season and you know you've got this guy now there's that weirdness back at the the jake walk and now higgins is acting a bit weird so now you're all right in. okay yeah. cool that's good so then we head to the black lotus we'll leave it up to Vinny. does Vinny have to uh is there a knock on the door and an eye slit opens, that kind of jazz? Yeah, yeah. So they go, like, around the back of the building. And, it, you know, it's like shaving a haircut. The, you know, thing slides open. And he says, uh, I got uh, I got a special guest for tonight. Um, you want to let us in? The password's bananas. You'll see the eyes kind of flick around through the... The eye slot. Uh, and he like so steps to the side a little bit. Like, say, right, the babe is talking to, to Freddie. <laughs> so Frederick and the babe are still singing, but not as loud as they are because they know they're trying to get in somewhere where you don't want to draw too much attention, right? So babe's like, look, we got to keep it down. We don't want the cops showing up, right? You're going to get all the coppers. <laughs> so they're still singing, but not as loudly. And then all of a sudden you see the eyes go completely like, like cartoon, right? They pop through the – his eyes get really wide, and then you hear – <laughs> a whole bunch of locks and the 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 door swing open and i'm assuming Vinny, you know once you get in whoever was working the door you're going to know them right because this is yeah. yeah yeah okay and he kind of looks at you and goes 
Oh, holy shit, Vinny. <laughs> where, where did you find the babe? You didn't hear he's coming into town today. He's on some kind of train trip. He's going back to New York. We 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 just started talking to him, and now uh, we've been like, uh, you know, he's been hanging around with us. I work nights, and I usually just read the police blotter. I didn't know what else was going on, but holy hell, get in here, get in here. And he starts waving. And Come on, guys, let's go, let's go. He's going to say, shit, Vinny, you may get, you know, drinks on the house for the next year if uh, <laughs> if the babe comes and parties with us. Nice. And then Did you use all the, the help I could get. <laughs> we'll strike off your tab, right? We'll we'll forget about that real quick. He sticks out his hand to shake. <laughs> and Dude. the guy shakes your hand right because he's still he's still amazed. He just sticks his hand out and he's staring at babe. <laughs> he's staring at babe with Freddie walking in and the guy's trying to think, is that that's not Lou Gehrig? No, that doesn't look like Lou Gehrig. <laughs> um, so the babe walks in. You know, kind of looks around, everything goes really quiet, and there's like hush whispers. And obviously, in this place, I'm assuming it's not just a bunch of dudes. I'm sure there's some, you know, some women hanging out in here, whether it's with the guys who came in or, you know, I'm assuming the wait staff here is probably all women compared to the other place, which is just kind of a restaurant. If it's a speakeasy, I'm assuming most of the wait staff is women. Probably, yeah. There's probably a bunch of flappers and shit, right? Like it's 1925. Exactly. Like there's, there's, you know, there's probably a live jazz band, you know. Yeah. It, it's yeah. a mixed audience, you know. It's like a mixed yeah. audience, but like a mixed clientele, right? It's not. Well, you're like, in Virginia, so yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yep. So then, yeah. yeah, it's not a record scratch, but all of a sudden, you hear the all the music kind of winds down for a minute. Everybody gets quiet and looks around, and there's some hush whispers and stuff. And then the babe, you know, shouts, "Give us all you got!" The babe's in town, and no one can stop him. And then Higgins will kind of walk in, come up to Vinny, and uh, say to Vinny. So you mentioned about some of the games and activities. I don't think the babe's too excited for the gambling part of that, but I'm assuming if there is something here of that, it's kind of in a separate room in the back away from everybody. So maybe if we could uh, – so he pulls out his wallet and says, maybe if we can um, clear out that area where that usually takes place. I know the cut from the – from the bar will be a bit lower tonight, but uh, I think the babe would like to have a nice quiet room for everybody to go in. Um, but let the management know I'll make up for whatever cut they're going to miss out on tonight. I'll cover uh, the vig. I'll cover the vig. How's that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hold on. Let me, let me go find them. And he'll, he'll wander off and look for the, the guy who kind of manages the joint. Okay. And he'll come back. Um, you know, he'll talk to Higgins a bit. You know, you'll see Higgins hand him a bit of money. And, you know, you'll hear Higgins talking to him. He's not whispering. He's not hiding anything. He's just like, look, a nice, nice, quiet place in the back. I'm sure you have one of those. You know, we just don't want any journos popping in uh, and spoiling the great man's fun tonight. But also, you know, we have our party. But some of the rest of the people in here don't mind them coming back in. The babe always likes to have people around. So if you could just lead us to uh, a little bit of a more, more secure room, we can uh, continue with the party. And so I'm guessing, you know, you'll walk through. The music starts up back up again. Babe's walking through doing normal famous athlete stuff. You know, he's <laughs> shaking hands, giving kisses. I'm sure there's a bunch of flappers coming up to him. He's giving them kisses, signing a few things. Um, so, Vinny, I'm sure I'm, – I'm guessing you maybe you'll be in front and whoever the owner or the – the manager is is taking you back to like you know just a room, yeah, um, yeah. 
back in the back. It, it's where the, the gambling, the, the tables and stuff would be, the cards or whatever. Some of the people that are in there, you hear them grumbling coming out and saying, you know, I, oh, I had a really good hand on that one. Or, <laughs> you know, I rolled the dice and no one looked. Everybody's huff, hustling me out. But when they see the bay walking by, they kind of stop. And then they get back in line at the end and start following you back in. Just <laughs> um, way off. I'm not going to gamble to hang out with the babe. So while yeah. you're walking back, it, maybe it's some steps down. It's a little bit off to the side. You know, there's the storage over there. But when you guys are walking in, so Frederick's right next to the babe. The babe's kind of still singing a bit, talking to people. Hey, everybody, come on, let's go. Drinks are on me. And then a big roar goes up. Um, while you're walking by, you walk by the wall. We're going in. And Higgins, so you're all up around there. Uh, and then you hear Higgins start mumbling again. So why don't everybody give me awareness, we said, right? Yep. Oh, six. I also got a six. We can okay. just assume Kurt fails probably again. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the he's got the, the babe singing in his ear, right? right. Here he's, oh, he's back. He's back. <laughs> we need you to give us a, an awareness, bud. Damn it! Sorry, <laughs> I've had a lot so, of water to drink today. I apologize. <laughs> stay hydrated. Yep, exactly. Stay hydrated. All right, uh, that is a four. Okay, so Kurt is a no, but and Joe and Vinny are a yes. And so the no but is could be the negative. So the babe, the babe still has his arm around you. He's, he's still singing a bit. He's shouting back to everybody to come join him. Uh, so you don't you don't notice Higgins coming up and kind of stopping and staring at the brick wall as you're walking by into the room. You're going into the room where you, usually all the gaming's taking place, but babe kicked well they kicked him out. So you could have a nice secluded area, but then all the gamblers are just falling back in line and following you in because the babe's here. So they're going to go party with the babe. So you don't see Higgins, but you do notice, unless you have something, you do notice he seems very intent on staring at kind of like the brick wall as you're walking by into the room. Okay. So then I'll turn, I'll turn to the, I'll kind of stare at him a little bit and then I'll turn to the babe and I'll be like, so what what is with this Higgins character? He seemed very he's acting very odd. Look at him stare at that wall. And then the babe will stop singing for a minute and look over and say, Yeah, that does seem a bit strange. Once we get settled in and we have a few drinks, Doc, remind me to make sure uh I ask Higgins about that. He has act he has been acting a bit a bit weird, and I don't remember him being a bricklayer. It does seem a bit strange. Um like I said, he he keeps me out of trouble, and he's really good at sniffing out uh, prospects in the minor league. So, but make sure you give me a nudge later, so I can you can remind me to ask him about that. Can I Does ask he, you? Can I ask you one more question? Of course, Doc. We're here having a good time. Oh, that's good. So, uh, I hate to pry into your personal life, but when you when you had that little spill that everyone's talking about, was Higgins there also? Yeah, the whole team was there. We were traveling up. Uh, we just finished uh, a barnstorming game, and we were heading up through Tennessee on our way to another one. So it wasn't just Higgins. It was the whole 
the whole Yankee staff and all the players. Uh, I don't think he was necessarily with me at the time when I fell. Um, I think I was hanging out with O'Neal, our catcher. He was the one that caught me. That was probably the best catch he ever made was saving me from smashing my head against the ground. Um, Ooh, that's quite quite a good pun there. I get the base. I don't really know baseball at all that well. I know cricket, but I do get that joke. Very good. But yeah, Doc Higgins was there. He's always with the team, especially in spring training. All the scouts are out taking a look at the other teams we're playing to see if we can pick up some talent. Um, but I was going to say wingman. That's probably not what <laughs> nobody would say wingman <laughs> at the time. Uh, Higgins always hangs out with me. I think he's been assigned to me to try to keep me out of as much trouble as he can. But no, we were all just on the train at that time. Does Does he always mumble like that? Because he's like fucking mumbling and shit. I don't know. That's what I just told the doc here. We gotta We gotta make sure I ask him about it later. But I'm feeling a bit dry, so let's get in. I need a I need a bit of a bit of drink to get down get down my neck, and then I'll be able to uh, think of uh, pulling Higgins over and see what the heck's going on. So Jesse, you get a yes and. I do. If you don't have anything, I so, have nothing. So John, <laughs> yours kind of feels the same. John, yours kind of feels the same as Kirch, though. That you know, the babes telling you to remind them. Um, well, here's so the they, thing. So the ends and the butts don't necessarily have to be tied to the role, which we almost never do because it's the easiest thing to be like, oh, yeah, yes, uh, you know, I find the thing and, you know, nobody sees me. Or, yes, you know, blah, blah, blah. You just want to do it narratively then if we can add more bits to the narrative? Is that the way you want to do it? Or? Yeah, so it, so it could yeah. be something unrelated, right? So, like, yes, we hear him mumbling and – I mean, I don't. I can't think of anything off the top. Of my, <laughs> Great example. Um, and you know, and something else drives the narrative forward. <laughs> yeah, like so nobody causes is- any trouble, right? So like the the gamblers come in and you know they don't cause a scene or uh, and you know fucking um, uh, Louis Armstrong walks back and now we're sitting with Start Louis playing. and the babe like drinking and smoking and you know what I mean like it could be any random thing so that has a positive tied to the role or that that yeah, action yeah yeah okay so let's just say and I think to Jesse's point as we said before the thing with Call of Cthulhu right is if you miss your uh, library use role you're kind of stuck and you really need that clue this gives you a way to get around that to get the information right exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's just say, yeah. So, um, see, let's just say that. So the babe says, yeah, Finney, you seem to have been doing a good job recently. Why don't you just keep an eye on Higgins just in case? I don't think he normally drinks, but maybe he's had a few when we weren't looking. Maybe he snuck some, snuck a jar back, uh, but keep an eye on him. And then you know, while you're walking back, let's just say the band's coming back too. So they're going to be playing some music for you guys. Yeah. Right, cool. We oh, will I, say, my, my, I got, I have an end. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Vinny grabs one of the one of the flappers and she's just sitting with him. Then, like she's on, she's sitting on his lap. They, like she's got a glass of you know, not real champagne. He's got a glass of whiskey, and he's just kind of like you know they're, you know, talking and flirting and whatever. But like he's kind of got his eyes on Higgins. Then you and I can't get any better. Then right, the babe hanging out with the flapper at the speakeasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. All right, so while you guys are following in, we'll do your and in one second, Jesse. Um, yeah. So when you guys are walking back, 
everybody's starting to sit down at the table, and then you see kind of the same as before. So Babe sits at the top. He's got Frederick next to him. Vinny's next to him on the other side with a flapper on his knee. The the other regular from Jake walks kind of sitting there. He's just been dragged along in the wake. He's a bit shell-shocked and wide-eyed, but he's like, well, I'm not, I'm not going home yet. You know, my other two buddies, you know, passed out. I'm going to be here at a party. So uh, then the babes start shouting for drinks. The music starts up. But while you're walking by Higgins, Joe, you know, him staring at the wall, he stops for a minute and kind of notices you guys seeing him stop, not notices, but he kind of stops, stares for a second, but then like, oh, that's a bit obvious. So he'll start kind of walking, but he'll still be uh, staring at the wall. And you'll hear, Joe will hear him mumbling under his breath, brick walls, brick walls, almost time, brick walls. And then he'll walk in and he looks fine, right? He doesn't look like he's, he just mumbled something about brick walls and being time and walks into the room, you know, kind of pops his head out after everybody gets in, you know, starts shouting for drinks and, you know, kind of closes the door. So if you want to roll in a cult also, sure. it's going to be a hard here. one though. So that is double ones. <laughs> that is a two. That's not brick. That's concrete. What the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, it's just molded concrete. <laughs> <laughs> He's a weird guy. Is he an architect also? I don't know. <laughs> so Maybe his dad was a mason. Super failure, right? Or doubles are super success. But, you know. No, no there's no. no. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh. Uh, yeah, maybe Yeah, maybe his dad's a mason. Oh, uh. there you go. Maybe he's a Freemason. That Maybe that's Oh, the perfect. Right? Yep. You, 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 you combine mason with Freemason. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. So you guys are all in, partying's going on, drinks are flowing in and out. You know, Vinny is obviously up at the top with Frederick and the babe, and I'm sure I'm, I'm assuming Joe's kind of just up there also chatting. You're Joe's trying to pick out if there's a who's who of people to schmooze with, right? Because that's his whole plan for being here. This may be in a disreputable part of town, but we all know that everybody likes to come have fun. So Joe's trying to see if he knows anybody from society. To say, hey, look, you know, I'm hanging out with the babe. Did you see me? Right. Came in with the babe kind of thing. The babe gets up. People start throwing a couple dinner rolls at him. He's swinging at him, goofing around, throwing <laughs> in the back, saying, you know what? I'm a pitcher. I used to be a pitcher also. I was one of the best pitchers in the league. And so then he starts pitching him back, and everybody's having a grand old time. And why don't you guys give me – Hey, keep doing awareness, but let me see if we can do something else. What's another one we could do? Uh, psychology. So that would be brains and psyche. Brains or psyche. Uh, I'll make a psyche, a straight psyche check for me. That's a three. I got a five. Ooh. I also got a five. So those were the skills from the core book, and then these are the ones from Corthulhu. I was just trying to see if there was anything... I no, mean, insight, yeah, it depends on what your depends on what the thing is, right? Which is only what you know. So well, it could be insight. Let's do insight because that that's brains and psyche is insight also. So I'm not changing all the roles, but that fits in more narratively than psychology. Hmm. Okay, I still only and, got a five. <laughs> okay, and then if you have any pluses to that for insight, yeah, I don't. Okay, so you got a five. What did Frederick get? I got a five also. Okay, and Joe, three. Okay, so 
for let me see what the DL. Oh, I thought I had the DL right at the top because I knew I'd be using that a lot. This is a he- this is a roll heavy one, John. Sorry, I like the roll. No, and, and that's fine. And you know, an investigative game is gonna be more right, yeah, check heavy as you're trying to like figure stuff out. So it, it it's not gonna be as uh, deep, you know, psychic content like like say the day trippers game is. Um, and it's just what it is. It could be right, depending on on how a scenario is written and who's playing, and you know whether or not it's campaign and all that kind of stuff. But like this, this is what I expect as we play test. This is going to be real check heavy. Hmm. That's fine. Okay, so Vinny and Frederick look around, and you know the babe's having a good time. He's hopping up on his chair. He's playing dinner roll baseball, and music's playing, and everybody's drinking. But Vinny and Frederick kind of look around. So this would you guys got a five. So this is um, exceed by one. So you guys nailed it precisely. So you got a yes. You notice around the edge of the room, you know, there's lots of chairs at the table, but then there's also some chairs pulled up and just set against the wall, right? Because there's lots of people coming in. Uh, you notice a handful, and it seems like as the time's gone on, you notice a lot more people have just kind of propped themselves up against the wall and uh, kind of looks like Looks like almost like the guys you saw in the um, in the men's room at the Jake Walk. Just some bunch of people, men and women. It looks like they're passed out. They're drunk. There's a whole bunch of chairs along the walls, and you know, more people have been filing in, replacing them sitting at the table. But there, there, there does seem to be uh, a handful more and growing of people. Just seem like they've partied themselves out already up against the walls. Are they on the floor? They're they're sitting in chairs, no, kind of chair. like slumped over. Yeah, exactly. But you know, not not like hanging over, flop down or anything. But like kind of sitting in the chair, almost a bit weirdly, right? So they're sitting in the chair. Rigid. If they're drunk, not rigid, rigid. But Frederick can look and see. Okay, they're all breathing. They're all you know whatever. It just looks like they're asleep in chairs. They're not. Yeah, trust me. When I'm hammered and I'm in a chair, I'm slumped over. I'm trying to get comfortable. Yeah. You know, they're just kind of sitting in chairs. And so they're sitting as if they were awake. So they're sitting pretty much, you know, just sort of like eyes closed. Up. Yeah, exactly. Not like Sleep. rigid, like they're tight, but they're just yeah. like sitting yeah. like they would normally be. So. Mm. Yeah, and then, but their eyes are closed. And yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. maybe the, if people walk by offering drinks to them and they've, you know, nothing. So if someone offers them a drink and there's no answer, then they're like, well, it's mine now. And the guys at the, the people at the table are still drinking. So I, I think, you know, Vinny's like, oh, uh, uh, give me one second, babe. Uh, sorry, I, I got to get up and you know, kind of like scoots her off his lap. You know, she's like, nah. you know, but she sits, you know, she sits on babe's lap instead because you know, like he's worth a lot of money. So, okay. like, fuck this guy. So, he just, you know, he like, you know, gets up and and you know, like he, he looks down at his hands and he kind of like rubs his hands together because he remembers what happened in the bathroom, but he kind of like pokes one of them. <laughs> and then kind of like cast a glance over to uh to Frederick. No reaction from the pokey. But when you poke them, you know, they they feel warm. You can feel the breathing. They just look like, yeah, they're sitting there. And you know, I'm sure Vinny's had, you know, he's gone uh, a few extra cups himself and he's thinking to himself, yeah, if I was drunk, I wouldn't be <laughs> sitting perfectly still in a chair. I'd be snoring. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, so now, Vinny does see that. So he's like, ah, 
All right. So he, he like kind of shuffles around the table over to Frederick and he's like, uh, do you see this? Yes, it's quite odd. It's it I don't understand what's going on. It seems like wherever we go, people are starting to I don't know. It I wouldn't I wouldn't call I wouldn't call it a coincidence if it hasn't really happened to this many people, you know, here and at the other place, uh, at the other establishment. And then he just goes, <clears throat> and he tries to catch Joe's eye, and he just kind of like flicks his eyes up, like, mm. you know, he sees this shit. Yeah, so he'll he'll finish talking up to a couple of the uh, the people that he's been talking to, and make his way quickly over to Vinny. So yours is a no but, right, Jesse? Because you rolled a three. Uh, it a four. Yeah, it was yeah. a four and you rolled a three. Okay, so a no but. Yeah. Um, so obviously Joe didn't notice because he was keeping an eye on Higgins and, you know, just gad flying around. So he hasn't noticed the people. But then even with all the noise and everything going on, Vinny is able to get Joe's attention. And so Joe goes over and starts talking to uh Vinny and uh Frederick. So uh what the fuck are we supposed to do? I don't that's not normal, right? I mean, there's no way that's fucking normal. If I was if I was passed out, I'd be on the floor, you know what I mean? What's going on with your trinket there, Joe? Is it are you getting a reading? He'll he'll take it out of his pocket again and is is it doing anything this time around? Yes, so when you were holding it before, we said it was kind of spinning, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So let's say this time it's spinning, but it's spinning so much instead of just like the crystal spinning, it's like mm-hmm. the, where the part of the chain you're holding it, it's like like pendulum, penduluming, if that's a word, mm-hmm. back and forth. Like a pendulum. It's doing a pendulum. <laughs> <laughs> so the crystal's just not spinning. You know, the part of where the chain you're holding it, it's, you know, yep. flapping back and forth. Nice. I do suspect that there may be some uh, energies around here that we are dealing with. Did Did you hear Higgins was fucking mumbling some shit when we came in? Did you hear that? Is that Is that something? I did. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't able to pick up on exactly what he was jibber jabbering about, but uh, but yes, I did hear him mumbling along to himself. I mean, maybe he's just uncomfortable being in the place like this. I don't know. I can't imagine this is the first time that he's been in a speakeasy with a babe, you know? I find it kind of odd that if I put two and two and two together, when it comes to this... That's eight. Hig- y- yes. <laughs> yep, exactly. When it comes to this Higgins character, I'm just... It seems like wherever he goes, something odd happens with it. But I mean, he's like, like he's, I mean, he's not as famous as Babe is famous, but like, if he's the scout, like everybody like knows him and stuff, right? Like that's not. Let's, let's just say that maybe, maybe he's not exactly the guy that we think he is. Maybe, maybe it's someone pretending to be this gentleman and maybe the Babe just doesn't know any better. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I mean, he seems like an okay guy. So so what so then how do you explain this mumbling I don't and know. the staring at the wall? Do you think that do you think that maybe I should check up on him and make sure that nothing's going on up there? I I do maybe you want to ask him if he's like if he's feeling okay, maybe he's like maybe he's coming down with a bug or something. 
yeah, maybe, maybe I can, maybe I can do a few, few things and make sure that he's doing okay. Maybe he's not, maybe he's not hydrated enough. Who knows? <laughs> That's possible. I mean, I, I could try to like lift his wallet, but I don't know if that really helps us. <laughs> <laughs> Which is for practice, right? You can get some practice. <laughs> <laughs> so Frederick's like, well, it seems that the babe is wanting me to be his right hand man. But if I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to try to figure out what's going on with this Higgins character, uh, one of you is going to have to keep him busy. Who Higgins or a babe? Who are you talking about? Oh, he's he's pre- He's pretty entertained already. <laughs> he's busy already. <laughs> <laughs> and, but he's, and Vinny's shoulders kind of drop because like he had plans for later. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And uh Frederick kind of gets this face and he's like, I I don't think I would want anything bad to happen to him. So maybe if 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 no one's going to be by his side, maybe we should just make sure we keep an eye peel just in case. You got it, Freddie. Okay, is Joe going to do anything, or is that just all? Yeah, I think I'll head over with the dog. Holding out your, and... holding out your crystals. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of like, I'll, I'll keep it down. I'll keep it in my pocket and just like feel the vibration of it. But uh, yeah, just making sure that uh, that we can, because if we're if he's going to check out Higgins, then I suppose that's where probably most of the supernatural stuff will be so a second set of eyes would be helpful on that okay so when you guys turn around and look after talking you will see higgins close the door and obviously this is a gaming room uh in a speakeasy so the locks are on this side so you'll see him throw the locks and turn around and shout as loud as extremely loud for someone not using a PA system in a, in a stadium and he'll shout silence. The time is at hand and he'll raise his arms. And when he does that, you see the babe kind of slump down in his chair. Like, so he kind of slumps down, his head falls down, kind of looking like everyone else that's passed out. And then give me a psyche roll. Vinny goes, what the fuck? <laughs> Four. Oh, three. Also a three. Who got the four, guys? You two, you're, you, your dice are like in quantum entanglement right now. Like- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so four is a hit it exactly, so that's a yes, but... And threes are a no, but so let's see. So you're going to roll on the random shock table for Kurt and I then, I guess. Yep. That's why I wanted to get to this. So we can do some of those mechanics. Yeah. 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 Where is that? I copied into my separate form. And is it on the other one? I have it up. If you just want to tell me what the numbers are. Yeah. I have the other form. Um, Okay, so let's do that paper go. Okay, well, let's roll real quick while I keep farting around trying to find it. Oh, wait, it's on my other screen. Never mind. Um, <laughs> what do you so, got, like six screens? Like you're in the like the guy from the Matrix or something? I mean, he is IT after all. Come on. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so is kind of my wife, but she's only got one screen. I mean, <laughs> well, this is why I went to had to go to the the eye doctor the other day and get fucking bifocals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the so shock cables multiple two D six at one time. Yeah. yeah. I'm five. I'm five screening it, baby. If I get my phone going, then I'll be five screening. <laughs> hey, I'm so dual screening. <laughs> so this is for um, Vinny and. So each one will dog. be separate. Yeah. So that one is a four for Vinny. Okay, so two to four is holding it together. Okay. So Vinny screams, "What the fuck!" and then sees the babe's head slumped down and the flapper on his lap. You know, she kind of slumps down too. So Vinny's thought is like, well, maybe if I become the hero, then, you know, we'll see yeah. how this worm may turn. He, okay, he so runs cool. over to the two of them, you know, kind of like make sure nobody like falls out of a chair or whatever. Yeah. So that's on the psyche table. And then the question I is, then how does that go for trauma then? If So it's only a trauma if it's a no end. Yeah. Yeah. No end. And that was, okay, I forgot to copy 12. that down. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And for the doctor, it is a six and a three is nine. Oh, my God. So nine is going to be lashing out at the nearest being physically or verbally. So he's standing. Like, is Did they make it to Higgins? Otherwise, he's standing next to Joe. <laughs> I mean, I guess the room was full of people. but Yeah, I'm trying to think. Because well, I thought Joe was kind of – wasn't Joe kind of heading towards? So F- Frederick and Joe – so we had a convo. Yeah. And then you said as, as you know, Joe and, and Frederick turned to go – Okay, to Joe and – I thought, thought it was just door. Joe. That's my fault. I thought it was just yeah, Joe yeah. turned around. Okay. So I, we could theoretically all sort of still be standing together then, right, if they didn't get a chance to move. Hmm. So let's do – so that was that was the no but. Yep. And Joe has a yes button, right? Because you, you hit it exactly. Correct. You yep. got four. So let's have it where so so here he so, starts oh, go ahead. Before you go, so when you're making the roll, the psyche roll against shock, a yes butt is a hit exactly. So you're working hard to hold it together. Joe will be stunned for one frame as we're dropping into action frames now, I guess. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and then the no butt is you just roll on the shock table. And that was the DL4, right? So the psyche was against the DL4. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, cool. That's what I thought. So let's say that Vinny, Vinny's heading over towards the babe. Obviously, he's going to check on the babe and the flapper because he sees them kind of slump down. Um, Joe and Frederick were turning towards Higgins. And let's say that, yeah, so maybe the, Maybe the yes but is you are the closest one to, <laughs> closest one to Frederick. Right, yeah, there you go. So, Frederick, was it lashing out physically or verbally? Yep. Can I do both? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah so not? he – So he. Uh, I'm going to say that Joe's just a little bit ahead of Frederick, and then he's like, go get him, and he pushes him towards Higgins. Go save us. And Joe is stunned, so he just kind of like stumbles right. forward. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I and like then, that. Then I think at this point, we move into action frames and stuff is happening. So it's yeah. everybody will, you know, what are you doing? Everybody will make a roll and we'll 
figure okay. out what's happening then. Right. Okay. I mean, that would be. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I want to do. I wanted to, I wanted to get the psyche slash trauma yep, yep, thing yep. and then the next one. Okay. So when you look over, uh, you heard, you know, obviously Higgins shouted silence, the babe kind of, everyone else kind of slumped down except you three. So that was also part of that role is to see if any of you slumped down uh, whenever, um, whenever Higgins shouted. Uh, Joe had the feeling, obviously, with his crystal that it looks like Higgins is doing something. And while you're looking, Frederick shoves you, and on the wall behind where everybody's sitting, there is the bricks almost look like they start swirling and like turning into a portal. And it, you know, it's almost like a whirlpool, but it has like the color of the bricks and the mortar spinning around. And when it picks up a bit of speed, a couple of the the regulars that were sitting in front of it get sucked into that portal, the chair and all. So that gets kind of sucked in, almost like a vortex. And then you'll hear Higgins scream, the time has come, master. Heed my words. I live to serve. And he kind of raises his arm while that thing's still, still spinning. The area in front of the portal is kind of cleared out. The, the regulars that were sitting in front of it kind of gets pulled in the last regular that gets kind of pulled in kind of like stops in midair and the body starts shaking. And then it looks like the body starts expanding and the clothes kind of burst from it. And after all the clothes burst out, it's getting bigger and bigger. And it just looks like the body just becomes this real pale, extremely obese body. And then the head from starts shrinking down into like the shoulders, the head and the neck start going down and it's, you hear like crunching. And when it almost looks like the head kind of gets absorbed into like the chest area and then the hands on this big pale fat thing sticks its hands out and in each hand mouths appear on its hand and it's floating right in the middle of this portal. So let's make another. I was gonna say that sounds like another psyche check, right? Because <laughs> the one was for the the one was for the spell. So obviously, um, Higgins was doing the spell, and then this is. I, I figured let's do the mechanic, right? We could have tied those right. both together, but what the hell? Let's yeah. roll it again and see to test out the mechanic. Well, so let me ask you this: so so Jesse succeeded. You got a six. Can so in the rules I have written, where depending on what the psyche check may or may not be, so like if you see a ghoul, it's not unreasonable to be like, <laughs> Hey, can I add my occult? Yeah, right, because the dice are going to tell you whether or not you've ever seen one, ever read about one, ever seen a picture. Yeah. So, is it fair then or reasonable in your estimation for Jesse to add his occult to the, his, the psyche role? And then the dice are going to tell us whether or not he's read anything about a portal or, yeah. or you know, yeah. or that kind of stuff. But but it's your call as a GM. I'm bringing it up as a play test. No, point. and I think that's good. Obviously, that fits in with the occult, right? Because whenever you play any kind of any kind of flavor of Cthulhu rolling game, role playing game, whoever has that kind of stuff, you want them to roll because that gives you an advantage. So that would make sense to do this. Yeah. Do we also do we tie those psyche rolls? In Corthulu, are we tying that specifically to magic or occult, or can you also tie that to something else? Yeah, I don't know, like street talk, you know, streetwise. Like, you know, I don't know. 
Are, are we I, saying I, I with Cthulhu, you tie it specifically to magic? -y? I yeah, I think so. Okay. Right. So like magic, occult, um, you know, those like, you know, we're seeing a portal open. So if one of us had magic, it'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to add magic because like, yeah. you know, I have done something like this or I've read something like this. Yeah. Um, streetwise is not any preparation yeah. for like, oh, the fucking bricks are swirling and there's a monster. <laughs> well, and I and I think you know for Cthulhu games like the sanity thing, you know, you roll on sand, you do this or that. You can't say, okay, I'm gonna I read I read a tome, I'm gonna roll on sand. Can I also use my you know operate heavy machinery against it? Yeah, so that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. That you want to <laughs> tie those two together. So the, the other the other thing, so we we can. Absolutely run it the way that you just did it narratively to set the scene. Like, okay, this is what's happening. Or because we're dropping into frames, right? So his, so he got the, the free action of like of silence. Spell. You know, they pass out. We're shocked by seeing a weird thing. Mm -hmm. We roll in action frames while he's casting a spell. Mm -hmm. He makes a roll to, to, you know, to perform magic. So if he has... You know, brains of three and magic at plus two. You roll three dice, you add your plus two while we're all doing something. And mm -hmm. then we compare those results. Now, if no one is attacking anyone, so like if my role, say, would be to um, try to wake the babe up, or that would be table over doing or something stuff like else. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if, if Joe is going to try to punch Higgins in the face, then he would roll his grace in fighting versus the magic roll. Magic. Yeah. And whoever exactly. succeeds will have their action happen, right? So, like, yeah. if Jesse rolls a seven and Higgins rolls a four, then the spell doesn't actually take place, right? Because mm -hmm. it's all happening together at the same time in a frame okay. situation. Although, if you have multiple people doing it, so, like, if he succeeds and Frederick and I fail, yeah. I don't know how that affects the spell then. You know what well, I mean? So let's like, do it this way. So we dropped in the frame. Yeah, I guess what we said the free action was that spell of silence yeah. and everybody drops. So let's say you're, you're seeing this, right? The thing starts spinning and this big disgusting thing comes out with mouth hands and all that kind of stuff. But it's not solidified yet, right? So he's casting the spell. So let's play it. He's doing the spell and then your actions will be if that affects the spell, right? Because that's what yeah, you were yeah. saying. We're in so frame it's, now. Yeah. It's starting, okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I will. I will roll his spell, and then you guys can tell me what you guys want to do. Fuck. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I. I mean, would I shoot him? I guess maybe I'd shoot him. Right? Like, I. I he's a criminal. I think he fucking shoots him. <laughs> I think he pulls out his pistol and shoots him. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Well, and then like we a said logical response. The DL for psyche is different. I couldn't remember in the magic thing. Did we say that magic is a DL four also, or is that something separate? So it's so again, it's going to be a comparative role, right? So his mm -hmm. action in this frame is casting a spell. Yep. If he succeeds, it, it happens. So it's not a DL. It's compared to what you guys are doing. It's because yeah, he's it's not doing this in isolation. Role. Yep. If yep. he was doing this in isolation, it would be against the. It would be against thing. a deal, right? Like but it's rolling was... it against you guys. Okay, that makes sense. Right. I got you. And, and magic yeah, could that. be either way. So in Unnatural, Todd's uh, other um, game that he's released, magic is cast against the DL. 
specifically. So like it's considered doing something else in combat. So yeah. he could cast the spell. It happens if he succeeds on his DL. You guys do. But your base defense is like two. And if you don't have cover or armor or whatever, like you get fucking popped probably. Okay. So Corthulu has it more of like an opposed action, just yeah. like a regular combat. And I like that because you're casting spell. Oh, it was like D&D, right? If you disrupt the spell, then spellcaster. Okay, that yep. makes sense. Okay, so yep. I am shooting. He, pull, he pulls yep. out his pistol and shoots. Your guys casting a spell. Joe, what are you doing? I'm stunned. That's right, you're stunned. Uh, Freddie, what about you? Um, I'm probably going to grab the babe and try to get him as far away from the portal as possible. I know it's going to take a bit just because I'm a scrawny dude and he's a little bit bigger of a guy. So, but I'm going to try my damnedest because I like the babe. I think he's a good dude. Yeah, that would be doing something else then. So if you wanted to roll something, I'm sorry, Kevin, I'm taking over. (laughs) No, that's fine. No, Absolutely. It would be something I mean, like, you know, why we're doing this, right? We want to flesh it out. And you guys have played yeah. this a lot more than me. So, yeah. yeah. So it'd be like, do something else. Uh, so athletics, I mean, you could argue probably fighting if Kevin is up for it, like to get the proper leverage to sort of like get him up and. Yeah. Whatever you know, the, kind of, the best that you think, because then we just build it narratively around that. Right. Yeah. So I think might would probably be the best stat because again, I'm just trying to use my, it's like a strength check basically. He's scared. All kinds of weird shit's happening. I'm just going to grab him and try to pull him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you don't have athletics, you can still roll it as athletics, like narratively. Mm -hmm. You just don't get any bonus for it. Don't get any bonus. Oh, I got two sixes, baby. (laughs) Holy smokes. All right. So I think um, Jesse can still hear. So I got a six total for my shooting. Okay. And you get for your spell. Higgins got a five. Okay, so I succeeded with a, just a straight yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So okay, so that, gets, so the DL was my roll, or the DL was the lowest roll. So it, then you do this. Yeah, thing. they're yeah they're compared. Yeah. So uh, if he was just standing by the door, he doesn't have any cover or anything like that. So it would be a succeed by one. So it would be just a straight yes. So he takes one harm. Okay. Um, I well, guess you shoot for health. health right? Yeah, I would think yeah. so. Yeah, if you're shooting him. Uh, Freddie got uh, a six, so I'm assuming like he shoulders, like you know, Vinny, you know, kind of like crouches down, takes a firing pose, and like Freddie comes behind him, kind of like levers the babe up on, you know, like grabs both of his arms, starts dragging, dragging him towards him. the door, <laughs> and and Joe is stunned, so he doesn't do anything. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so that's the first frame, right? Correct. Or is it the whole the the whole combat's not one frame. It's action. Correct. We would, okay. yeah, action Around. after action. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. It's okay. like so, rolling for initiative. Everybody does their action, and then, you know, everybody does okay. know, pick another action on your next turn. Sounds good. Okay. So what happens is Joe Joe's just one round, or just one frame, right? We one frame, yep. So he, yep. he can act this turn. So the next time, so Joe looks like he's shaking his head and coming back around. Frederick's grabbed the babe, is dragging him away towards the door. Vinny has shot Higgins, uh, kind of gets distracted. He takes a hit, uh, goes forward a bit. Then all of a sudden, the the weird, big, fat, pale thing with no head looks like it kind of focuses on Higgins. 
and Higgins is shouting at it, you know, kind of pleading that, you know, he's done all he's could. He's devoted his life and many years of study to harvesting souls. It's his time to become the high priest. And he starts, he doesn't start. So once Vinny hits Higgins with the shot, the, the, the vortex kind of stops spinning as quickly. And the thing kind of looks like it's wavering in and out. Um, but Higgins is shouting at it. No, no, you owe me. I've devoted myself to you. It's my time. It's, you know, don't belittle my efforts. And then he's, you know, continues with casting the spell where, where it kind of stopped, where Vinny shot him. So next frame. Do you want us to, so if, if the spell started to take effect and that the thing is there, do you want us to make another psyche roll before we continue? Well, no, because I think the psyche roll is when you first saw it, whether it was. Well, so we didn't make another psyche roll because I, I cut you off. So we made one when he yelled and everybody passed out. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, let's drop, drop in the frame. into frames. Oh, and I then th- the spell I'm... doesn't happen unless. Yeah, we did roll it, but you just, you, you started talking about something okay, else. The, yeah, the, we... That made more narrative sense. Okay. Um so maybe the spell started, right? So like maybe it started the swirl, like as he started to chant, mm-hmm. he gets popped and then it interrupts it. Yeah. Right. So maybe the thing's not, maybe he's yelling. Cause maybe he, like he has a connection to it. So yeah. he's yelling and like doubling down, trying to cast again. Cause originally I think maybe let's do it narratively that did the spell, you did the psyche check. Then you're all like, what's this fucking guy doing? And you're focusing on him and you're not noticing this, this thing coming out. So that frame gives you the action of Joe freezing, grab yeah, the babe, yeah. do that. So maybe this one, depending on how the roles go with Higgins casting spell, whatever actions you do, then we'll do maybe a psyche afterwards because we'll see okay. how, how well the spell goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to do the same thing, I, I think. Shoot at him? Yeah. Okay, Joe, what are you going to do? I think uh, Joe is going to use the momentum of uh, of Frederick's push, and he's kind of you know stammered out of it a little bit and and seen the urgency of what's going on, and uh, he's also he's he's gone to see, he's gone to some boxing matches before, so he's seen how they do it. So he'll kind of line them up and give like that old old timey fists and like try to throw a punch at him okay and what's frederick gonna do now is is higgins in front of the door where is he at now he's kind of he walked the door and then next to the door is where the portal was the vortex was going so oh he shifted down in front of where this is because he's talking to the portal and casting the spell so he's away from the door okay yeah, I think that while all this is kind of happening, Frederick is going to try to. It's not probably not going to be successful, but he, I think he's going to try to actually... Boy, because I was going away from the portal, so now it would be kind of stupid to go take him towards the door now. Well, you're in... It's, it's four-walled room. The table's in the middle. The babe was at one end of the table. Yeah. So the... the the vortex thing is on one of the long walls. There's another one. So you could go around the other, t- you know, you don't have to go that way. You could, he was at one end of the table. So you're either closer to the door 
or you drag him around the other way. You don't have to like you don't have to sneak by Higgins to get to the door. Okay, I think I'll I think I'll try to do that since everything's just kind of going crazy and it, you know maybe they're not paying as much as a attention to me and and the babe even though it's hard to you know a little wiry guy and a dragging a big dude around but i think with all with all that's going down i think he's gonna try to try to get him out the door okay and higgins is gonna continue with casting the spell all right uh john i get a seven Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Higgins rolled a four. Oof. So that's yes, more than man. one. Because then now you're now you're the DL because you won. So I've so this is no and something negative. Okay, what about Joe? I got a six. And his is against it's all against the same numbers. It would be against John's then, because John nope. set the deal against against Higgins. We each compare oh, individually. Yeah. I got yep. you. Okay. So then, so if if mine is a no and something negative against John, then do I do a no and something against Jesse also? So with the with the six, so I think because we haven't done enough and we don't really pay attention when Todd does it. So because I got a yes end, the end typically in combat would be an extra damage. So yeah. I'd hit him for, for two points of damage. Mm-hmm. And then Jesse, if he also got a yes and could I just want right in the head. Well, I I actually I, I was saying you said he was standing in front of the portal, right? Yeah. Oh well, yeah, he's yes, standing yeah. in front of the portal. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I so, so I'm thinking if I smack him like with a half heart of the temp, but it like kind of throws him off balance and he like falls backwards into the portal or at nice. least near the portal. Okay. That sounds good. Uh, oh, now I understand it, John. I, I was thinking of it the wrong way. That makes perfect sense now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, did, what did Frederick get? I got a five. Okay. So that would be against me. And that was. Uh, well, so that it. one's not compared to the magic roll because he's doing something. Oh, that would just be a DL then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that would be difficult, we'd say, because you're trying to drag the babe. So you got a five. <laughs> difficult is a four. So. Um, so just a straight yes. Nailed it precisely because yes, you nailed yes. it precisely. Okay. Yep. So this actually, so for for Vinny and Joe, this works out good. So you hear um, you hear Higgins, you know, fighting, almost fighting with himself and fighting with this thing in there, saying that you know he's worked hard, you know he's he's done what he's been told. He wants to be the high priest. Uh, he struggled, so he gets winged again by Vinny's shot and kind of gets spun a little bit. So that would be, so that would health. Can you, can you break the damage up across two stats? So if he's on, so if he only had two health and I dinged him for one and then one, one again, right. it would go to the next thing that made sense. So maybe his might then. Yeah. Okay. So health is at zero. Might is now at one for Higgins. And then Joe comes and gives him the old Irish punch and Punches him so the spell went long enough that 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 form thingy got a bit more substantial. So you're mm-hmm. not going to chuck him directly into the portal, but what you are going to do is chuck him into this big fat pale gross thing with no head <laughs> and mouth hands, and it wraps its arms around Higgins, and you can hear Higgins screaming, "No, no, no! It's not it's not supposed to be this way." 
And while this thing has its hands wrapped around him, it's almost like you can see the body start to break down, almost like decaying in its hand. So it's gone through mm. like every stage of life. You know, the old I'm trying to think, was it Raiders of the Lost Ark? Hair grows really mm-hmm. long and it all starts mm-hmm. whatever. So it goes yep. through all that and then, you know, gets absorbed into this, this thing there. Um, through, you know, it, once, once it all, once the body goes through all that, it starts breaking down and then you can see it getting sucked in, like pieces of it start breaking apart and getting sucked into the hands. Mm-hmm. There's a horrible um, slurping noise. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So while it's doing that, let's do another psyche roll. But right. while that happens, this thing kind of looks like, not really drifting, but it almost looks like it's backing in towards the portal while you guys are doing your psyche roll, staring at it. And that's a DL4, we said, right? For psyche. Uh, so the the suggested chart in the book is two for body, four for, you know, like say a deep one or a goal. Oh, we're going that way. Okay, gotcha. Right. So, so the DL for like weird shit. So seeing your friend get murdered five being teleported to another location, seven. So you're, you're, you're somewhere in that scale, right? It's obviously more than two, mm-hmm. uh, could be four, five, six. Let me roll. I mean, it could one, be two, a seven. I mean, I, you know, like I don't one, two, three, four, five, six. I'll leave it up to the dice. So that would be a five. Makes sense. Yeah, five because we said four, five, six. Okay, I rolled a five, so I got okay. a yes, but yes, but I rolled a two. So that's oh. a no end. No end. Oh, no end. So you are unsettled, sir. Yep. I and you get a and and you get a roll on a chart too. Yeah. Let me pull it up. Yes, uh, GM rolls on the shock table, and you gain yep. a trauma symptom. Two d six. Yep. That's a three. You are Ooh, holding it together. Holding it Joe. together. Yeah. Though unsettled. I mean, to be fair, I did just see a guy age seventy <laughs> years in front of me, and then be when they get absorbed piece by piece. Right. The noises are the worst. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It's like somebody slurping on soup. Nobody likes right. it. What did Frederick get? I got a three. No. That, that's so also a, a, a no but or no mm. end, right? Yep. So let me roll on that table again. Yep. You are unsettled. Well, duh. <laughs> Christ, five. Uh, five is paralysis, frozen in place. So we are both essentially stunned for a round. Nice. So Frederick's walking back, and all of a sudden he's got the babe, and then he just stops and freezes near the door. Yeah. Um, Damn Lord. Okay, so that frame. So I thought Vinny did good on that one. Did oh, but you had a bot. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I so I, I got my action off, and then we rolled psyche, and then I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> and then Joe. Joe's sorted also. Yep, he's he's holding it together. Okay. Yep. So everybody's kind of frozen staring at it, and this thing in front of the portal still keeps kind of drifting and drifting back. Uh, it doesn't take any action towards you. Uh, I was going to say it doesn't really look at you, but it can't really look at you. It doesn't have eyes. But, <laughs> you know, you just kind of see it drifting back in. And for this frame, let's say – 
it disappears into the portal and then the the swirling brick portal starts to slow down a bit but it's not completely stopped now but it's slowed down a bit and it looks like the walls kind of turning back into brick and that thing that was there is now gone uh so next frame frederick and Vinny should be able to come out of there right okay yep so next frame is you still see kind of a little bit of the vortex. It's slowing down, and it's kind of coming back to the wall. And while Frederick's pulling the babe, the babe kind of shakes and wakes up and looks up at um, Frederick and goes, Doc, what are you doing? Why are you dragging me across the floor? And he kind of shakes his head a bit very slowly and says, Oh, I haven't been this hungover since I was about 16. <laughs> So we're still kind of in frames, right? Because there's still a little bit of action going on. So I'll leave it up to you guys to what you want to do now. Not really. I mean, frames is more of a combat. Oh, thing. combat. So, okay. combat, so we're leaving we're it. If, that, if there's no combat there, we'll say it's out of frame then. Okay. Yeah, sort of back to narrative time then. Okay. So while you guys are looking, the babe shouts, you know, he wakes up. He wonders why the doc's dragging him across the floor. Says he's got a horrendous headache. The portal kind of stops spinning. And now it just goes back to a brick wall. Uh, while you look around, the regulars that were kind of in front of the chairs, in front of that wall, have all disappeared. And obviously Higgins is gone now also. Yeah, Vinny like, quickly like looks down at his hand as the gun and like, you know, sticks the gun in his fucking pocket real fast so nobody sees that he's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Joe kind of put his hand up against the wall. Almost, almost longingly. <laughs> like I missed out on such an opportunity. And Frederick will be like, uh, "Oh, babe, you've you've done you've gone and done it again. You've drank and ate yourself into a stupor. I had to pick you up. There's a lot of rowdiness that's happening here. I think we need to get you somewhere safe where you can just rest up and get ready for your trip out." So when Frederick says that, the babe will shout, uh, look, Doc, looks like you're going to need that wheelbarrow like we said last night to get me to the train. Uh, I can't be missing that train. And Vinny will kind of look down at his watch, and it will seem like you spent a few hours in there having a good time and partying, but obviously it's a lot later than you thought it would be. So instead of it being you know four in the morning like you were expecting, late night partying after hours and – it looks like it's a bit further on, maybe about seven o'clock in the morning, and the babe's train leaves at eight thirty, heading up out of Virginia. Oh, uh, oh shit! Um, uh, we 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 gotta go, guys. Uh, we we, we gotta get to the train. Um, it's uh, <laughs> we party through tonight. Uh, anybody see where Higgins went? And he was here just a minute ago. There'll be a look of like furrowed brow from joe but he won't actually say anything do you uh, you know what I, I will make a fast talk that feels like that should be a fast talk roll oh uh, i got a seven <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch he must have fucking left he must have went he must have went ahead of us knowing that we'd be here all night he's a smart one getting that to rest the uh, yeah, maybe he'll meet us at the train the babe will say, I don't really care. Just get me to the train. Because if anything happens, it's not Higgins' name. It's going to be in the newspaper. It's going to be mine. 
So, right. so Vinny will get under his other, like we're, you know, sort of fireman care, not fireman care, but like, you know, he's got a shoulder over each one of us, mm. arm over each one of our shoulders. We'll kind of like walk him out. So while you're walking out, um, obviously the thoughts in the back of your mind are obviously you've got Babe Ruth. You've got to get him to the train station. The first kind of thoughts in Vinny's minds are, okay, all kinds of weird shit happened. I'm going to speak easy with gambling probably be a good idea to make ourselves scarce from this place. Uh, you know, enough stuff's go on, going on. I don't want to get pinched for, you know, from the you know FBI coming around and doing a swoop on a, on a, you know, a gin joint while I'm here. Joe kind of looks around and thinks, yeah, it probably wouldn't be good for me if I'd been, if I get picked up in a place like this, but there's also that part of his mind that's thinking, I just saw some weird shit that I'd never, ever thought I would mm -hmm. see. So everything I've been focused on, actually, there's something to it. Who cares what Houdini yep. says? There's something out there. <laughs> there's something. <laughs> there's something to this, right? And he's holding the crystal because he saw what it did. Uh, yeah. And Frederick, I guess maybe Frederick's dragging the babe along, thinking, "Okay, this guy gets himself into trouble a lot. He does need a lot of help. So maybe if uh, if Frederick's thinking, if I'm not completely rooted to one place, I uh." I may be able to uh, to lend lend some uh, advice to to the baseball player while we're heading up to New back to New York to get him back into health. Mm -hmm. So while you guys are dragging out to the train station, is there anything you want to say or any idea about what you want to do? Obviously, getting the babe to the train station, but is there anything else you want to think about over and above that once you get him chucked on the train? Right. Actually, yeah. While we're while we're bringing them through, I'll actually and of course, uh, Carlisle, the driver, is taking us over. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'll just say, uh, yes, we. Uh, I, I do. I do believe that uh, Higgins had uh, stepped out early. He said that he was going to grab an uh, an early train back uh, back up, and uh, and that he would be meeting you in town. Uh, but he think... uh, he did, and I'll pull out some of the cash that Higgins had given mm -hmm. me to give to the MC that I didn't give to the MC, mm -hmm. and I uh, said he uh, he he said that you could uh, you could take this to take care of any of the amenities on the train that you would uh, require. I would normally say it's the hair of the dog that bit you, but I think I'm just going to go find somewhere to sleep and crash out and get some sleep. But, yeah, uh, I believe that some uh, some orange juice might be in the uh, in your future. Some vitamins. That sounds good. That's my line. <laughs> <laughs> so the babe, the babe will kind of look over to Vinny and say, "Vinny, that sandwich is really good. I'll be remembering that for a long time." And uh, I've had quite a bit of fun. Thank you, thank you for showing me around. And uh, I'll let you know. I'll let those guys know. Some of our mutual friends back up in new york what a good fellow you are and uh how much fun you showed me when i hit the town oh yeah i i'd appreciate that uh yeah it, it, I, i'm i'm glad that we got a chance to like you know you're the babe you know like you know he's like I, fuck i don't know <laughs> he'll look over and say you make sure you say wait make sure you save that baseball that'll be uh that'll be your retirement fund maybe the Help you go legit one day, and you know, winks at you. I'll keep this forever. 
And then, oh shit, I've already lost it. (laughs) (laughs) You hit it over a fence and a big dog chewed on it, right? (laughs) Um, What about Frederick? I think that Frederick would try to like talk the babe into like going with him just to, you know, make sure that he kind of does things right before getting back to New York and stuff like that and kind of getting on a, uh, getting on like a good regimen so then you know when he gets back to playing ball that he's in tip-top shape so the um so the babe look over to uh frederick and say that'd be uh very appreciative doc if you could uh help me get back to new york i think the last day or so is taking a bit out of me uh anything we can get back before i uh get back to the yankee stadium the less trouble i'm going to be in and then so frederick starts walking up the steps of the train with the babe and the babe starts singing again, but not as loudly as when him and Frederick were marching down the street, but you can hear him singing a little bit under his breath while they get into the train. And we'll do it there. So what happens is Frederick helps babe get back on the rest of his train trip. There was a bit of the delay with this stop in Virginia and this delay caused a whole bunch of papers all across the country to print obituaries of the babe in them after his uh, fall in, in Chattanooga when he was coming through. Uh, so this delay in Virginia caused them to print obituaries. So Frederick actually does help Ruth get to New York. What, what they do afterwards and what Frederick's uh, position after that, we'll leave it up to him. But uh, Frederick helps Ruth get to New York and without, without Higgins around using him, for nefarious purposes, which I'll explain in a minute. The babe and the, Man- the babe and the Yankees cement themselves as the most famous team in sports history. The next few years lead to the murders, murderer's row moniker as the championships start piling up. So what Higgins was is he was a high priest of Yugolanak, and he followed the babe around, and he absorbed all the energy of all the all of the debauchery that the babe got into for his God, Yagolanak the Defiler. And so that lead, him causing babe and, and stirring up the babe to be a little bit more crazy and party than he normally would fed into that, which then fed back to his God and him trying to become a high priest. And the people that had passed out, he was just kind of draining their, their essence from them, their health, and then feeding it back. And obviously, what other person in the world would you rather want to follow for debauchery than Babe Ruth? So he figured that was uh, that was the best person he could to, to siphon off that energy for his God. Makes sense. Good. Did you guys have a good time? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that what was good. Guys? I liked it. Cool. Yeah, when you when you went to, to, to go mess with the cat or whatever, when you took your break, or like, well, there's – there's probably Cthulhu in here somewhere, right? Like we're, we gotta be like halfway there. <laughs> I was trying to do it. I, and I was going to do some more stuff along the way. If it popped up, like if you guys were a bit hesitant or started fighting or pushing back against Higgins, then I was going to yeah. throw a couple things in there. Yeah. You know, a zombie. He didn't give us any reason to not. And that was the thing. So I, I, I tried to do it where, okay, we'll make it a bit magic-y where, these people passed out for no weird reason. And then you heard Higgins mumbling. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But when I wrote this one, I, I, I did it where the, it, you know, the, the big lead up to the end where the, the big horrible thing, not the other one, another one I wrote, it, it, there is a bit more sprinkled out through that. So that's why I was saying I should 
try and decide which one to run. I mm-hmm. think the other one might take a bit longer, so I figured we would do this one because yeah. it would be. So you quick. wrote this then? Yeah. Sweet. Nice. nice. I didn't I know that. Different... I thought you just had stuff you were picking from. <laughs> no, it was there. There was a, a some different kind of categories I wanted to write stuff to. So this one's a Roaring Twenties. So yeah. I had a couple other ones in there, and then I did a couple other different like time frames or different time, but. If we're going to do a Cthulhu one, you've got to do, you know, the 20s. You have to do the Roaring 20s. That fits in yeah. perfectly. Yeah. So, yeah, there's this one and a couple other ones I wrote. Um, but I, this one was a bit quicker. So I figured this would be a good one to do. Um, the other one's a bit longer. But there is a bit more of the a bit more of the mythosy stuff in it. But like you said, no, there wasn't that big fight. There wasn't a, well, I'm going away, where then he'd have to round you up with some cultist or anything. Or, yeah. You know, a little rat man or something. So I was trying to think of a way to get it in. But I'm like, well, that'll blow it a bit. I wanted to do with the big gross thing at the end. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, Kurt, I know you probably want to go to bed. Jesse and I are going to sit up for like four more hours. Um, as far as like the the core aspects, as far as like the game play itself, what what did what do you think as, as far as how that goes? I think everything went pretty smoothly, actually. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean. The only the only hiccup I think was like the whole like going against each other, multiple people going against each other in the fighting, like just trying to get that kind of going was kind of a yeah. little slow, but that's just us trying to figure it out and something. But like I that. think to John's point, so Frederick was doing something separately, so he had his own yeah. difficulty yeah. level yeah. to roll against. And then that was the other one. So that's just the the breaking that out a bit. So you know, we were kind of jumping into it and I wanted to get the action going because we hadn't done you know, the, the stress and the trauma. And I wanted to try to get the psyche roles. I wanted us to try to do that. So, you know, delineating that now, me making a note saying, okay, if, if these two are going against that guy, then those are the those are the, the DLs. If yeah. another character is doing something completely separately, not interacting with them, then they have their own separate DL. So to me, that makes, you know, that makes perfect sense. It's just, you know, going through it that first time. Right, yeah. Yeah. And if it's two on one, it's, tougher right so like if if joe had been a fighter or or someone else who had a you know if you had been a pi or you know whatever weird thing um and we were both shooting it would be really tough but if we both roll really bad then they can still succeed at the action the odds are probably would be more in our favor two to one but it but it but it is possible right because the dice then tell us what happens so yeah, if, right. if narratively the the thing starts to open up before we get the action. I think maybe it would have even been two psyche rolls before one for him to start yelling and the babe passes out. And then you look and like when he did that, it started to open up the, or maybe you roll it into one bigger one then. Right. So like, it's not so much that the bay passed out, but like the bay passed out. Oh, and by the way, the fucking bricks are swirling. <laughs> Give me a psyche right. check. That's, you know, whatever, five or six or whatever the hell it is. And then we proceed from there. And then because he essentially got a surprise round for all intents yeah. and purposes. And I think that was so I didn't want to do, as you said, I didn't want to do the psyche rolls back to back. And that's just the yeah. way I played it out wrong is, OK, he cast a spell and you guys, oh, shit, he cast the spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, shit, there's the end of the spell. You know, stretching it out more makes makes more sense than doing it back to back. So yeah, yeah. And I think that's my bad for stepping on you a little bit. And I was thinking in a more linear, we're like, yeah. okay, we made the check because babe passed out. And now narratively you're saying he's casting the spell and the brick is yeah. going, Oh, but though no, that was actually part of the other thing. And then that that's 
my fault, right? Because maybe I should have. Well, I just wanted to start, you know, I was excited. I probably wasn't paying attention because I'm like, oh, shit, we can do all these crazy roles now. (laughs) All the different stuff. So that was, I was just kind of railroading my way through it. And the reason we did the, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think it goes back to Todd's point as we converse in the Discord and all this kind of stuff about um, how to set up core and like sort of how core runs. So like then when you get into combat, you know, a lot of times what he'll do is pause, reset the scene mm. to, 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 to like re-suck everybody in and then proceed forward from there. Yeah. So, and, and be, you know, because none of us have really run at all that much, there's a little bit of a hiccup to sort of like get into that, you know, that frame. And I did take notes of that frame and I yeah. actually did, I made like keeper screen of all that stuff, you know, the yeah, DLs yeah, yeah. And, and I did put in there, make sure you stop each frame and reset it. So it was just yeah. me. I'm oh, like nice. rushing so through. Go. I'm like, oh, cool. Let's do it. And I'm like, oh yeah. shit, we really haven't described what we're going to do for the next frame or, yeah. or framing that frame kind of thing. So yeah. And sometimes that's hard because you're so used to just go, go, go when it comes to combat and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to be like, okay, maybe we should actually put some, you know, some description into what's going on here instead of just going, well, I, I shoot him. Well, I shoot him. Well, I shoot him. Yeah, I think that's a big thing, especially where most of us are coming from, like D&D, uh, where all the talk you ever hear or a lot of the talk you hear about D in general is like, how do I make combat faster? Mm-hmm. And so like, we're all just kind of used to like making that part of the game go as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Whereas un- like core actually wants you to kind of like settle into the pocket and just kind of roll that through. Yeah. So, Invest into that part of the narrative. Yeah, exactly. Because, because the combat narrative is really no different than the, the narrative narrative, right? Because the yeah, dice are right. going to help you tell that story in combat because it's not just, yes, I hit, no, I missed. It's yes, and it's, you know, no, but. It's, you know, a, a range of things that can happen that can influence the, the story. Yeah, you know, you even can... to the point where, um, you know, a random bad thing can happen. You, know, you get a, a no, but, or a yes, but, or something like that. Um, in combat, you could drop a weapon. You could you know, be stunned. You could, you know, there, there's not just the shock cable. There's actually a random crash your $100,000 drone. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. think we said before that, uh, you know, a rule set like this makes it easier for people who are newer to it. Right. It's, you know, you're not, because a lot of things around established role-playing games is you can either go the 4E route where every single piece of fluff is written in, you know, this weapon, this, this move, this stuff is all prescribed, or right. you can go where it's like, okay, well, you get this stuff, make it up on your set, make it up yourself. And there are some players who will take that and build that themselves, or some people who like 4E. It's like, okay, well, just tell me this is what I'm going to be, and here's all this cool stuff of you know Thunder Wave and this and that. And all then you don't have to think those up yourself. This is a mm-hmm. good one because it is pretty straightforward. There are the outs of the yes and no, but where you can get the narrative to go along. And people aren't super crunchy where you need stats tables and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I think it helps the stuff flow a lot better, you know, for newer players and players who are more established then they can take it like you guys have done is tweak it and really get into it and twist it into what Todd expects is getting crazy with it and doing what you want. So, yeah. and you're not, you're not limited by 
the role set or this or that. It's yeah. your imagination. So yeah, and that's where hacks come from. That's yeah. I mean, hacks wouldn't be here if it weren't for like, God, I really like this, but let's just yeah. cut this and throw that in the trash and just hold <laughs> yeah, right. You know, mm-hmm. yep. So yeah, you you can use quarter run pretty much anything. Yeah, you can. The the hacks come in where like, oh fuck, I need a sanity mechanic or I need a. You know, I need this specific thing that mimics this other thing that I want to do, but I can use core to do it. I just need this little thing. Yeah. You could literally take Dungeons and Dragons and say, I'm using the core mechanic, and then I'm just setting the world of D&D within it. And you don't have to have like a million things. You just be like, you know, we can build this story and talk about certain things. And like, of course, like, Whenever people think about fantasy stuff, they're like, well, we need a million different things. It's like, no, you don't. You could just kind of talk about what you want to do and just go from there and use mm-hmm. the mechanics of core to get you there. Monster Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> a specific type of fantasy in D&D, but yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, good. I, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like this... I mean, because we just bullshit until stuff happens right so like this is typically the way we play it's a lot of checks because it's investigative which i i think is is gonna be in the main how corthulhu is probably going to play hmm. yeah. um you know especially like if you're writing something specifically like you I, again i didn't realize you wrote this um but you know you're writing it in in a sense of like all right well they're you know they're probably gonna look at the book so i need to like a you know they would roll spot or they would roll a cult or they would roll whatever. So, okay, I just need to set a DL for, you know, a cult or awareness or insight or whatever. And then again, the, the, the dice are that, you know, narrative that tells us whether or not, yeah, Jesse's character has seen a weird fucking portal before. I don't know. You tell me, where did that happen? Like, what, what's that story all about? <laughs> So yeah, I, I I feel like it went okay. I didn't mean to step on you at the end. No, I appreciate um, it because I because I I filled my head with like okay, these are the roles, these are the things I need to know, and obviously then I get it caught up saying, oh, this is kind of cold. Don't let me forget this, and then I forget mm-hmm. that part. So trust me, <laughs> I, I'd rather I'd rather you guys do that than not, and then sit back and say, oh shit, well we missed this. This could have been really, or we did something we forgot to do something i'd rather it be that way because then that because yeah, yeah. the way what you flagged up actually made it more more narrative and made more fun than me just blurting it out because i'm like i forgot to tell john's character to do this or that you know i'd rather that shout out get there because then it it makes it better and that's the way it's supposed to be so yeah and and, and for play tests i don't feel quite as bad right because like we're trying to nail things down like if we were play, you know if we were playing call of cthulhu or DD or whatever i you know wouldn't well let's have anything to say right like you run your game how you're gonna run your game whatever, whatever we play if there's something glaring shout it out trust me i'm not gonna be I'm not gonna <laughs> take it personally. because as you said or as i said there's always that one thing in your head that you're gonna miss you can prepare as much as you want and I'd be, I'll end up being flighty because something will pop into my head and I'll be like, don't let me forget this. And then I'll forget the other thing I'm supposed to do, which is critical to the way the game is going. So I'm, I'm quite happy if someone goes, but dude, you forgot to do that. That makes me, I'm fine with that. I, I feel like yours went tighter than mine, but I don't run a lot. 
So like I'm never comfortable actually doing it. So like not having to like worry about all of the story and all the other things, like it's easier for me to be like, oh yeah, yeah. In this instance, we should probably do, you know, yeah. XYZ, because I'm only really paying attention to the, you know, what's hap- you know, what's being generated as opposed to like, okay, I'm responsible for all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit easier for me to like keep track as a player. I guess like be in the story and be in the narrative, but also be, you know, sort of here top looking down to, to kind of be assessing as we're playing. I don't know. It felt like it was easier. It's easier to play for you. It, you know, yeah. cause you've said it before, you'd rather play than run. So, <laughs> and, and we played it for fucking ever. I mean, the, yeah, exactly. the, the day trippers campaign is four years old. Yeah. So like we've played tons of core. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cool, cool. All right. Have we beat this to death then? Thank you very much. No, I'm glad. I hope you guys had a good time. Cool. Well, really thanks good. for running. Good. And uh, no that was a super fun scenario. You should you should maybe think about putting that up on the uh, Miskatonic repository. I agree. That was good. I have to go see if I still have an account or if I have to create a new one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be I think that'd be a cool scenario. With, you know, you got your GM notes and you you know you set your story. I mean, you obviously did the research, so like, yeah, yeah I, I, that would be cool. I think you should totally do it. And I yeah. know they have, um, uh, like pre-formatted. Yeah, you put uh, stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it should be easy enough to get it all yeah. ready for. When I looked at it before, it was yeah, it was pretty straightforward. I just have to remember if I still have what my account is, or I'll just create a new one. <laughs> yeah, because they've got art assets and everything that you can use. Yeah. Cool. We'll do. Cool. Sweet. Cool. All right. Thank well, you, guys. Yep. Thank you for running. Thanks, thanks you guys for playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to everybody for uh, coming in and checking this out as we sort of wend our way through uh, playtesting Corthulhu. So we probably have at least one more, but I feel like we're probably pretty close at this point to – to really locking it down, there wasn't anything that was really glaring. I don't feel like that would be like, oh, shit, we need to change, you know, X, Y, or Z. So, uh, cool. Um, ratings and reviews on iTunes or whatever your podcatcher of choice is amazing. We thank you if you do that. Uh, there's links in the show notes for coffee, for Core Micro, which you can get. It's up on drive through is pay what you want. Uh, you can also find Monster Hunt, which is Jesse's uh, hack. You can also find Kurt's hack called welcome to the wwa there you go because i was going to get it wrong <laughs> thanks so somebody has it <laughs> <laughs> you'll be able to find kevin's scenario on the miskatonic repository maybe? <laughs> give me some time i gotta remember my password <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah coffee's for sale uh it's 10 off your order if you use code legends 10 uh, shipping is always free uh i have just dumped my last bag uh, so I'm going to be putting an order in or probably over the weekend. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for checking us out. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.